Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame show powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean Hawks and Penguins. Yeah, the Hawks lost four to one. Who cares? Who cares? Connor Bedard's back. I'm Jay Zawoski, Mario Tirabasi. He's right there. You can see him. There Hello. he is. Hi, I'm here. Greg Boyson's at the United Center. He's going to join us uh, in a little bit. He's also going to send in Connor Bedard's media availability, which uh, should be coming in any moment, so you'll hear from Connor Bedard. We'd assume he would talk after the game. I would think so. Yeah. He's not spoken in a long time. Um, but, hey, uh, it's been an exciting day. Uh, results aside, we're going to get to the game. Before we do, make sure you smash that like button for us on the YouTube page. And by now, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Yes. And if you're a podcast listener, do us a favor, hit follow, hit subscribe, and then leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That goes a really long way, and it takes you 30 seconds. It's a great way to help us out uh, and very, very quick to do. So please do that for us. So why don't we, before we get to the game, maybe we've got some people that jumped into the game right as it started and didn't have the news. So early this morning... I think Elliot Friedman was the first to report that he's hearing rumors that Connor Bedard might play tonight. So we get to the game, or we're getting ready to go to the game. We get confirmation, and then Luke Richardson finally speaks and kind of gives detail as to what was behind it. So Wednesday, yesterday, yesterday, Connor Bedard had a doctor's visit. They scanned the broken jaw, pretty much cleared that. He had a, they didn't have an official morning skate today, but they kind of ran him through the gauntlet, gave him some hits. Even I heard Luke Richardson talking uh, that he <laughs> delivered a few hits to yeah. Connor Bedard to make sure he was good to go, and he was good to go, and he's in the lineup. Yeah. And boy, what a difference. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a little little wonky with, uh, with, with how everything kind of worked with the like, oh, he didn't have his... Uh, appointment on Monday, even though they've always been on Mondays because the doctor didn't feel like it was ready or it was necessary. And then he had two separate doctor visits yeah. on Wednesday, yesterday, and everything was fine. And then he did the, you know, the behind closed doors practice and, and then he was good to go. It was a little, little interesting, but I can understand why the Blackhawks went about it that way because... If they say, oh, it's an optional morning skate Thursday morning, here comes Connor Bedard. He's in a regular jersey getting pushed around and everything. That would have caused a stir. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, so, but the, I mean, it was, it was, it was nice to, uh, you know, have that surprise. Uh, it was, it was nice to uh, have him back in the lineup because it was, it's so evident how different uh, this team feels with him on the ice. Um, just the, the way, that he he sparks the offense when he's on the ice when he has the puck on his stick, um, it's it's something that no one else on this roster can can replicate. And uh, you know, I know I know Greg said it on Twitter, and it was pretty evident throughout the entire game. There's probably no one happier that Bedard's back than Philip Kurashev because oh yeah, even though Kurashev's been one of the better players for this team all season, but especially since Bedard's been out. You just saw the jump he had in his game because he was playing with Bedard again, and Bedard was setting him up, and and vice versa. Like, it's, I know it's still they're still a last place team, but but having Bedard back is going to put a spark in this team, make it watchable again. We had pretty much a sold out building tonight. Like, it 
it's such a difference when when he's around. Definitely, and I saw uh, Greg actually has already sent in the video of Bedard, so we're going to get to that oh. in short order here. But let's very fast. Well, before we do, we let you every game vote for the four star of the game. Uh, here are the three stars of the game: Philip Kershaw for the Blackhawks had a goal. Ricard Raquel had two assists for the Penguins, and Sidney Crosby, pretty good. Twelve game. years in a row with thirty goals. It's pretty good for Sid the kid, and uh, maybe we'll spend some time on him later. But here's a kid who came into the league with all the hype and has done nothing short of deliver and probably exceed expectations Crosby? for his career. Oh, yeah. Yep. And people did not like Sidney Crosby at first because of the expectation, because of the hype, and all he did was, like, double birds. I'm going to come out and be exactly what I said I'm going to be, and yep. he continues to be an awesome player. We've gotten to the point now where he's gone from, like, a villainous superstar to, okay, Go. Yeah. No one can deny the yeah. greatness of oh, Sidney Crosby anymore. Uh, so it's always cool to just watch him. But I was hoping to catch a glimpse of him today when we were down in the... Uh, mm, I walked yeah. past Kyle Dubas, though. Not quite the same. Huh, not, not quite the not same. Not quite the yeah. same. <laughs> not, not, not the best Kyle in the building tonight. But, um, yeah, I mean, with, with Crosby, I, I used to just loathe Sidney Crosby just because, you know, when, when he got into the league, same time as Ovechkin... And you saw how those guys were yeah. kind of opposites in, in their early careers with their personalities and stuff. And I loved, you know, young Ovechkin. So I didn't like Crosby, you know, all, all that stuff. But, yeah, as you said, as time has gone on, you're just like, holy shit. Like, he still an is a- great. Just an ageless wonder. And a uh, friend of the program, Cam Robinson, was pointing it out um, for, uh, for Crosby. I think it was either yesterday or early this morning. How literally at every level he's ever played at, He's been a point per game or better other than, like, I think it was, like, the 2014 Olympics with Team Canada and, like, one of his, like, peewee teams or something yeah. like that. Like, it's it's insane. Like, every level he's played at, um, he has just been dominant. Well, here are the four-star nominees. Uh, Connor Bedard, he had an assist, 21-17 of ice time, four shots on goal, six shot attempts. Kevin Korczynski, was a plus one. He played 18. I made a typo. 18 plus minutes. There you go. 1831 to be That's precise. That's 18 plus, yeah. Uh, two shots, two block shots. A lot of nice little plays today from Kevin Korchinski. One really big one on, yeah. the, on the goal for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 come into his game uh, as the season has gone on. A little shaky early in, in the year, but I think he's he's figuring out the NHL, which at 19 years old is impressive. And Nick Foligno had an assist, a shot, and a hit. I think we know how this one's going to go, but you can vote anyway and just uh, <laughs> stack the results. <laughs> I think we already called it before we started the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Um, and by the way, I saw our friends at the Hockey Barn say Seth Jones should be a four-star nominee. And I don't know if that was sarcastic or not, but watching the game, I'm like, yeah, Seth played pretty well. You look at the st- you look at the advanced stuff. Yeah, not He's great. a minus four. Now, of course, on the ice for that one that came right in the first. And he's yeah. on the ice for the empty netter, so that's going to hurt things. Sure. Four shots, six shot attempts, and a block shot. But when you look at the big blue lines, his was the going the wrong way. Yeah. Him and, him and Vlasic, uh, pretty sure, was Vlasic also a minus four? Do you have the score sheet up there? Vlasic was a minus three. Three, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's oof. when you have a game like that, uh, your your analytics aren't going to be great. No. But um, outside of being on the ice for all the goals against, basically, um, yeah, I mean, he was he was trying to be active. Uh, you know, we saw that uh, 
was it the last game where he had like nine shot attempts, something like that? Yeah, at the, crazy, at, by the end of the but, game, like yeah, he's yep. trying to be active offensively, and and yeah, I mean you're gonna have some some stinker games where you know when you when you play half the game most of the nights on this Blackhawks team, you're gonna be on the ice for a lot of goals against. So no it's doubt. just kind of the way that goes. All right, why don't we hear from the man of the hour, Connor Bedard? No, not ready yet. Okay. Um, we've got some uh, a lot of thoughts in the chat going on. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people fired up. I, I think we should um, talk about Arvid Soderblom. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm I'm not going to throw this whole game on him by any means. But the first um, the first goal sucks the air out of the building. It's a great but also, tip by it's just a really great play. Yeah, like it just sucks that like that's the first look he has to face for the first time he's playing since pre All Star break. Like. That's just that's tough. Yeah, I hated the second one. Second one, you want back, and he was out of position a lot tonight. Like, there's no doubt about that. Like, I, I just here's the thing, and I talked to uh, I for tomorrow's Blackhawks beat. I wrote about Corey Crawford, and I got some quotes from uh, Tyler Johnson yesterday. And in the conversation, he sort of said like, when you've got a goalie back there that you know is going to make a big save and you know is going to bail you out. Mm-hmm. It frees you up to play a different way. Yeah, you're looser. You're less afraid of making mistakes. You're less hesitant. You're playing with more instinct. But I'm telling you, this team looks behind them, and number forty is there, and that's in the back of their heads. If the puck goes the other way, there's a chance it ends up in the back of their net, and it affects the way they play the game. Yeah. And again, if you want to go goal by goal, okay, you know maybe he was average, but you need better than average, and you've seen it from. Uh, Peter Mrazek all year where, hey, he just bailed him out. He just made a big save when he shouldn't have made it, and they're still in the game. Yeah. You need your goalie to make a big save occasionally. I just have not seen it uh, really at all this year from Soderblom. Saw it a little bit last year, but it's it's been a tough year for him. I mean, look, it shows, right? Luke is not playing him. His parents are in town, so maybe that's why he got to start here. But of, of course, you have to play him at some point. Yeah, right. It's just, I think you're, the next several starts will be Peter Mrazek again. So yeah, I mean, the way that Luke has been talking about Mrazek the last couple of days is in the sense of like he has not given us a reason to not play him. Right. And as long as his, as long as he is physically holding up, taking the 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 brunt of the. Uh, the starts like why not like he is he's definitely earned to be the starter this year um and and Soderblom like yeah I mean he gave up three goals uh one one you excuse uh one one you really wish you 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 could uh get a save on it but even the saves he was making tonight they weren't crisp but they weren't great there was a lot that it was just kind of like you know the puck just happened to hit him you know, and and he was able to to make the save, uh, but it just wasn't wasn't a confident he's not looking guy. And yeah, I just I don't know. I, he's he's here again next year, uh, still still under contract. Um, it's you know goaltenders, young goaltenders. This is his second year in North America. Um, it does take time, but I think you know. Based off of what he's shown this year, there's really not a lot of confidence that he's he's no. part of anything moving forward. So we'll see how the rest of the year uh, goes. Maybe it's just one of those off years that you see guys have, and and he bounces back next season. But you know, I I, I would definitely think that 
the uh, the backup position to Peter Morazic for the 24-25 uh, season is an open competition. Yeah, I think so, too. Absolutely. All right, uh, let's hear from Connor Bedard after the uh, Hawks' 4-1 loss to the Penguins. Let the writers in as well, please. Well, how'd you feel out there? Pretty good. I mean, obviously tough start with, uh, you know, for a couple, but, yeah, I don't know. I was pretty excited to get going, and um, energy-wise felt good. And, yeah, good to be back for sure. Seemed like, like I said, the second period, you really kind of find yourself again a little bit, maybe? Yeah, I think um, I felt decent in the first, just kind of a couple plays that, you know, kind of happened and, and resulted in uh, goals, but I thought our line in general kind of, Took a step in the second and third and, and created a good amount. Had, oh. you, had you been targeting tonight all along to try to come back, or did it come about quickly after the doctor yesterday? Um, I mean, like personally targeting, like probably <laughs> earlier, but like, obviously you got to be uh, safe and smart, and um, you know we got good, you know, people working, and um, you know trust them and. You know, they told me I was ready to go today, so I was, uh, I was excited. How frustrating is it to be able to skate for so long? It's been like you've been on the ice for weeks now and not be able to play. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, overall it's a positive thing because, you know, I've been skating for whatever, four weeks now, and, um, you know, felt confident coming in, like, you know, because of that, I think. And uh, But also you kind of feel normal, and it's like you're on the sidelines, so that sucks. But... I mean, I was fortunate to be able to, to skate and, and work out kind of the whole time. So, um, you know, I don't want to look at that as a, as a negative. Can you explain in the words how much you missed it, Kevin? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of just what I do all the time. So, um, <laughs> you know, I want to play games. And, I mean, it's frustrating watching and, you know, you can't be out there with the guys and, and try to help help them win and go to battle with them. So, um, you know, it's what I love to do. and. Um, that's all I really want, so uh, it's just nice to be back for sure. When you had that conversation with Kyle Davidson, and he asked you to be truthful about your status, did you feel like you had to convince him that you were ready? That's uh, kind of personal stuff, so um, you know, just kind of the conversation about how I felt, and um, you know, I think they were really good with that, and um, just letting me make the decision, and not make the decision, obviously that was safe from, from everyone, but um, I felt like it wasn't one-sided at all. It was kind of, you know, both of us having more of a conversation about it. And um, so, you know, I got a good relationship with him and obviously the coaching staff. So, you know, I was obviously grateful they, they let me go tonight. Did you have any jitters before the game started or anything like that? Mm, not really, to be honest. I thought I might, uh, maybe in the morning a little bit, but it was just so much excite excitement. I was pretty antsy all day, um, just kind of running around all the time and stuff like a kid. But, um, no, I was uh, just excited to get back. And, um, yeah, no, I felt felt good going in confidence. So. How much did you feel kind of it looked like the chemistry, especially with you and Philip, was, was getting there again starting in the second period? you guys feel that out there? Yeah, it felt good. I think our line in those last two periods, um, you know, I can't believe I missed that one pass from him. That was a sick, sick dish. Um, <laughs> nice save, I guess, but I got to kind of make a better shot. But, yeah, I mean, I thought we created a good amount, and um, you know, it's it's fun to play with him. He's he's a stud, and um, he's just getting better every game. It was even even watching him, I think, and maybe he didn't have as many points kind of in a little stretch there, but he was creating so much, and his shots were crazy. So um, you know, it's it's going in for, or he's getting getting a lot right now. So it's it's fun to watch him and, and play with him. You got to spend some time with Crosby at All Star, even during the skills competition. What what did two guys like you talk about? Like what kind of um, topics? 
Yeah, I don't know, hockey, I guess, and um, <laughs> nothing crazy, really. I mean, you know, I, uh, getting to be with guys like that and, and everyone else, so it was, it was a lot of fun, especially for me coming into the league and, and kind of watching these guys growing up, so, you know, I don't want to annoy them too much, but, um, you know, it's fun to be with those guys and, and compete against them. Did he give you any advice? I mean, I've answered this a lot of times, <laughs> um, but I think just... There is Connor Bedard post game today. Uh, a lot of people pointed out in the chat, very relaxed and chill, and just kind of. It's probably got a lot of painkillers going. On. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, I I think he's probably uh, some time away from us. Yeah, was uh, was good for him, and he's come back and probably just happy to be back at the rink. So it's you know it's he's in a good mood. He's getting comfortable too. He's yeah. starting to find his place in the room, and you know, not so worried about. Being an overzealous rookie, you know, before he got hurt, we started seeing him really start to take control in games and kind of dictate things where yeah. early on he would kind of maybe defer a little too often, uh, which is why, I mean, it's you never want to see him hurt, but especially when he got hurt, you're like, damn, he was really starting to pile up the points and really put good games together. He's feeling it. Um, so, man, look, the first 20 was tough for him, but the last 40 were dynamite. He was outstanding. And I can't wait for Saturday now. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's knock out a super chat before we get to our first break and then bring in Greg Boyson. This one's from Edward First. It says, first game back after almost two months without playing as a rookie, already the best player on the ice, not named Crosby. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's it's hard to argue with that. You know, he was yeah. he was outstanding. And look, like Evgeny Malkin's out there and Crystal Tang's out there and Eric Carl- Carlson's out there. But in terms of players flashing and having those moments where you're like whoa like Mm -hmm. Bedard had a handful of those yeah during this game already so yeah he's you know he he is that is that's why he was you know as hyped as he was coming out that's why he's called a generational talent it's it's why this is the reason uh this is not a surprise anyone who watched him in junior and 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 at the world juniors and everything like that they knew this is the kind of player he was going to be, and it's it's very exciting. Very exciting. You know what else is exciting? Chevrolet cars. Yeah. Ray Chevrolet uh, is sharing their best offers all month long with their auto show sales event. Make your way to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 in Fox Lake to join in on the savings. That's up in my neck of the woods. Uh, As one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. Plus, you can find the perfect tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevy because they're offering 0% financing for 72 months on new Silverados with over 100 available. And to top it off, they're pricing over 125 vehicles under twenty thousand dollars seriously guys seriously uh, all right let's be serious get serious can pricing get any more affordable i think not no now i know everyone loves the word free and that's what you'll get this month at ray chevrolet and fox lake a free oil change all you need to do is mention chgo when scheduling your oil change start off the new year right and schedule it by the end of the month february 29th it's a leap year this year right yep february 29th yeah so visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com. They've been serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. Starting to sound like Gorilla Monsoon. Will you be serious? <laughs> Love that guy. That's one for the old people in the crowd. I know who that is. Yeah. Well, you know, and if you're getting a new car, you probably want to spruce up the house too. You know, just 
blow it all at once. Get some sure. new floors with Chicago Institution mm-hmm. Empire today. You know it. Five eight eight two three hundred. The guy comes Empire. in, rolls out the carpet, really easy, today. really fast process. Yeah, it's amazing how fast they. It is amazing. Those and with Empire today, you know this already, Mario. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. And look, when you're Empire today. And you've been established as the best flooring place in the world, the universe, mm-hmm. the galaxy. You're going to have competitors trying to be like you. But no one can match Empire with their service, with their selection, with the servicing of their warranties, with the ease of purchase, with everything. That's why Empire today has been Chicago's go-to flooring place for hundreds of years. Forever. Asterisk. I don't know exactly how many years, <laughs> but a lot of years. Many. If you're not sure, it's a big decision to put new floors in your home. It is. Open up that virtual floor designer, take a picture of your space, and you can see what those new floors are going to look like in your new bedroom, your bathroom, your basement, wherever you're going to put these new floors. You'll know exactly what it's going to look like with that virtual floor designer. And look, shopping for floors at a big box store, that's that's frustrating because the guy you talked to today was probably selling toilet plungers the day before. <laughs> Empire, all they do is flooring so reach out to them, Empire, today. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All CHGO listeners can receive a $350 discount when they use the promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. And now we're going to go out to the United Center and bring in our buddy, Greg Boyson, who is just basking in the presence of young Connor Bedard and Mark Lazarus. How was it, Greg? <laughs> uh, you know, it was uh, it's another Blackhawks loss, <laughs> but at least there was some energy, there was some excitement, and then 15 seconds into the game, it was like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, obviously very good to see Bedard on the ice again. As the game got on, he got better and better. Uh, him and Kirsch have just dynamite uh, tonight. And, uh, you know, it, it was good to see, obviously, drink. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it can only get better from here on out. Uh, Philip Kurashev admitted uh, the first couple shifts, it was a little weird for him going back to the wing. And he found himself getting caught in the middle of the ice after playing center for quite a few games recently. Uh, but once he kind of got back into the swing of it, um, it, it worked well. And, and I tell you, he was just absolutely phenomenal tonight. I know all the attention was on Bedard, and I know Kurashev's really good game had a lot to do with the fact that Bedard was back. But, man, I mean, Mario and I were talking during the game. It was like, Kurashev's the fastest guy on this team, right? Uh, And then Mario got frustrated trying to figure that out on the awesome NHL Edge website. Uh, but uh, at least to the eyeballs, he's the fastest guy out there, and it should be like it tonight. Uh, faster than Nathan McKinnon, Jason Dickinson, my friend. Oh, you it's not even close. That. He's different league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're kind of said it, Greg. Like you know, the result is very similar. You know, if if we were to tell you, you know, yesterday this game's gonna end four to one, you'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Right. Yeah. Um, but the, just the fact that Bedard is back and making things happen and having those electrifying moments and making Philip Kurashev look great. Uh, I mean, clearly he makes such a massive difference in this game. And I know you can't say, 
Well, if you take away the empty netter and you take away that goal 15 seconds into the game, the Hawks played pretty well. Why, but can't, why can't you? The Mario reality made that is, exact you can point, say that. Actually. I said that. Yeah, I mean, but the reality <laughs> if you, is... If you only count the middle 58 yeah, minutes, it was a 2-1 game. They, but they played <laughs> okay, you know? And, and Bedard, I think, the first 20 was struggling, trying yeah, to find his yeah. way back. Uh, things were a little bit off, and he was maybe trying to do a little too much. And then as he settled down, took a deep breath... Those last 40, he was he was terrific, and it just, you know, if nothing else, it gives us something to watch the rest of the year because I'll tell you, these last few weeks have been tough mm-hmm. because as, as tough as they played and as hard as they played for the most part, you knew no matter how much effort they put forth, maybe two goals? 1.2 goals per game in the 14 games Bedard was, uh, was out. That's insane. That's insane. So it's just something to cheer for and feel happy about. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah, and I heard you utter it during the game, Jay. I just watching Bedard make some of these passes and moves on the ice. You said, "Like God, I can't wait till there's some talent around him." Like, yeah, yeah Kershev is great, and we love Nick Felino. But there were a couple of plays. There was that play in the second period where it got passed to Felino in front of the net, and he just couldn't quite handle it. You know, if that's a, a, a Frank Nazar or or let's dream big and, and a Leon Dreisaitl on the other end of that pass, that's a goal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it seems like there's going to be some, some more uh, NHL bodies coming back soon uh, before the game. Luke Richardson said that uh, Anthony Beauvillier should be uh, getting back to full participation in, in practice. Close almost. Yeah, he said hopeful for tomorrow's practice yeah. that he'll be he'll be available so there's another guy that you can put in that you're like he's an nhl player uh, and then you know the 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 lineup will will shuffle accordingly but um yeah i mean as 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 we get these guys back healthy you get back to a pretty close resemblance to you know what the roster looked like at the beginning of the year um and and it'll it'll make things a little bit better uh and and with bedard you know, it's it's about putting NHL quality talent around him, and you know this this year uh, now that he's back in, it's it's let's let's have some fun, let's have him go out there and do his thing. Let's make sure he doesn't get hurt again, and you know we will ride out the next. Was it twenty eight games remaining? God, is that it? Twenty eight games remaining. Yeah, and uh, we'll just see how how things go, and you know, uh, you you look at some of the guys that might show up. In uh, mid to late March, uh, early April, could be some some intriguing uh, future players there potentially, and um, you know then then we'll start looking at uh, lottery balls and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, you could have Frank Nazar, you could have Landon Slaggart, depending on how deep they go in the uh, Kawasaki, uh, yep. you know, playoffs. But we'll Andreas see. Fantasy, you might come back. Yeah, and Phillip's asking if there's an update on him. Luke sort of updated it before the game today and said he's skating, but he's still kind of skating on his own, so he's a, he's a, a little bit away yet. Yeah. But Beauvillier sounds close. Like, I would be – but based on the way Luke was talking, I think he's probably coming back next week at some point. Yeah. Sounds like it. He said he was cleared for contact and should be a full participant in practice tomorrow, I believe they're going to practice. So – um, you might see him uh, back for that, that game back after the trip 
the one game trip to Carolina. So uh, next uh, a week from uh, yesterday, next Wednesday, I think against the Flyers, the game we all thought Bedard was going to come back yeah. Uh, yeah. is, I think, reasonable return for Beauvillier. Yeah, playing Saturday would be a pretty quick turnaround, and then, I mean, you he, he could travel and play Monday, but maybe want to make if you want to make sure he's really ready to go. Yeah, next next Wednesday would be fine. Are you sending uh, Luke Richardson? I know he's shorter than usual today, so we're going to play it with you here, Greg, and then we'll get some reaction on the other side. That's ready to go, Stephen? Yes, it is. Sweet. All right, let's fire it up. Here is Luke Richardson after the 4-1 loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Look, it looked like he, as the game went on, and he uh, started to feel more comfortable, shook a little rust off. Yeah, I think the, the line kind of found each other, especially uh, by the second period. They really had uh, you know, lots of opportunities. You know, they always loved him, loved him to shoot the puck a little more, but uh, and he, he got unlucky a couple times with a broken stick at the, you know, at the wrong time. It just uh, those, you never know when those sticks are going to break, unfortunately. But uh, no, I thought uh, yeah, he skated well, and I thought he had some pep in his stride. He looked. Uh, uh, Rearing to go, obviously they you know they had a tough first shift. There was just a, a quick goal against that uh, you know they just uh, you know they got the fortunate uh, of them there. But I thought uh, you know I mean as the game went on, they looked really good and yeah, he looked confident on power play. He looked confident out there, just like he always is, and uh, made some really good plays. Unfortunately, we uh, almost scored in the second period in the power play on the back door near the end, but uh, we had some good sustained pressure that he was out for most of it. It looked like Kirishev had a little extra juice to him. Yeah, he was good. I think, uh, you know, I think it was the Ranger game, too. He was really, really skating. And, uh, even the first shift of the third period, we, we know we wanted to put pressure on him, and he was the first one in there and uh, trying to set the tone. So he's been uh, – I'm glad he scored the goal. You know, that was good. He, he's had some really nice assists lately, uh, you know, playing well. But uh, it was great to get that goal. Seems like the Pens were able to get open in the slot and around the net a bit, both Crosby goals, but even a few other. Kind of like backdoorish, and that we got to be aware of that. We got stuck on the wrong side of the net, and uh, you know we got to know that that's that's a spot. It's been there for years, and uh, you know they, the things happen fast. I thought they they moved the puck well uh, in the ozone that created some difficulties for us, uh, but they're they're so good and they're tenacious along the walls. That's where they're they're the best, I think. Uh, in our zone, winning battles along the walls, uh, they came out with the puck a few too many times, especially in the first period, and then uh, on that goal in the third period. But um, they do it well in their zone too. I think it's when we can get it off the wall, go a little higher east-west, and and get the net front battles against their defenses, where I thought we had some better chances, but we didn't do it enough. You feel like they missed the chicken call on dog. No, I think he still had the puck. I don't. I don't know if it was. I think they just took his body and he went down. Uh, he still had the puck. If he had the puck, could maybe if he laid it in behind it earlier, that's like interference. But that I don't think that was a call. And they, you know, that it wasn't the hardest call in the, at the end either on him. Uh, so, uh, you know, I mean, we gave they gave us an opportunity then six on four, but we just couldn't get it done. Crosby certainly motoring still after 19 seasons. It'd be nice to get the same 19 out of Bedard. No, for sure, and I know he, you know, as most people would idolize a guy like that. He's uh, he's a great leader, and I know from what you hear of other, uh, uh, you know, coaches and players that have come from from and through Pittsburgh that he runs it. Uh, you know, I mean the the tempo and practices like that. It's like a game, and um, he's the first guy on. He's always working on his game before and after practice. So uh, how does everybody else not do that when he's the best player doing it? So uh, you know, hopefully that you know. 
Connor could spend as much time with him as possible because that's a great role model to, uh, you know, kind of channel your game after. How much does the guy change? I mean, you start double shifting and then, you know, just give him How much does he change the team dynamic and what he's able to do throughout the game? Just find a power player? Yep. No, I think he's really worked on his conditioning and it showed tonight. I, I didn't see any drop off. I thought he was ready to go in the second half of that game. Uh, so when there was opportunities uh, to get him out there uh, a little bit more, I tried to do that and their line was going well, uh, especially in the second and third period. So uh, we tried to get them out there more because we needed it. We were chasing that game and uh, we needed them to, to do it. They gave us some opportunities. Unfortunately, uh, they didn't go in. Like uh, I think the one he tried to pass to Kershey in the third, I would like to see him shoot that and then he shot the next one. But he, I don't know if he was in the best position, but uh, you know he was he was good. So uh, that's a good start for him, and hopefully we can uh, build on that as a team and uh, you know get better next game. Is there anything in particular that Kershaw does well that complements with the dart? Um, I'm not sure. I think he's just a smart player and works. He does plays the game the right way. He's very conscious defensively, and um, you know I mean he's versatile. He can take uh, you know draws, and, he, and if he's the first guy back, he can. We can rely on him being the guy down low and let Connor, you know, uh, maybe not be the first guy back. You know, he might be able to lean a little bit more in the offense and, and be the second or third guy back and play more higher in the zone, in the D zone, which is uh, uh, good for him because I think he steals pucks and takes off. So that's advantageous for him and us. You see what you need to see in terms of physically from the door, like taking bumps and yep. getting his. Yeah, no, he didn't look uh, at all. He went in a couple times. Uh, when he had to go in between the player and the boards, and he didn't look shy at all. He went in there and took it, and um, you know, going through the middle, uh, like uh, you thought it might have been a tripping penalty. I think you know, I mean, he, he tried to attack, and like he did before, he got injured. So uh, he's ready to play, and I think he's full throttle. So that's good. I think he'll just have to wear the bubble mask for a while. I don't know how long, but uh, it doesn't seem to slow him down or bother his vision. I thought he played strong. I thought he played strong. You know, we gotta we gotta help him out in those backdoor plays for sure. And yeah, I thought he all, I thought he had that last one uh, against Crosby, but uh, he was there. Uh, he, Crosby just found it found a way into the net. But uh, you know, he looked strong, played the puck well, and um, you know that's that's a good game for him. But we just again we gotta give him some more goal support at the right time, so we're not chasing the game all the way to the end. Thank you, Luke. That is Blackhawks head coach Luke Richardson. Didn't hear a word of it because all I'm seeing is a chat trading Philip Kurashev and trading out of the first overall pick if they get it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sure. No, I heard something. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Look, I, I think from, from Luke, uh, you know, you, you, you hear the, uh, the same kind of, same kind of things from him that we've that we've been hearing, but now with Bedard back, it's like even that it's 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 what we're all seeing is this like okay, this team is who they are, but with Bedard, it's just that little extra little bit of of juice that they can you know try and get a little bit more out of, um, you know we're 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 seeing what he's seeing, um, and it's it's hopefully it it helps translate to the efforts that they've had for the most part while he's been out. Um, and it just it just all kind of mixes together, and you get some more of those kinds of efforts with him in it. Maybe some more goals fall, and you get a couple W's. You know what I like is a pass that goes where it's intended to go. Yeah, it is something I have missed a lot, and like it, we still see people post game that are mad and pissed that they lost, and it's like 
It's a talent thing. You the yeah. two on one with Radish and Kachuk is all you need to know. That should be a, a at least a glorious scoring chance, and Radish at can't put the puck, pa- at least a puck, puck on back. net, and nothing came of it. Yeah. There's so many moments that where you're like, oh, there's a breakout pass. Oh, and it just is extended beyond the stick, or it's right behind the guy, and they got to turn around for it. Like back in the day when the Hawks were winning cups, everything was boom, 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 crisp all the time on the money. That's the different talent difference yeah. in talent. And what would have been a breakout, a two on one for the dynasty team is an icing for this team. Because they just yeah. missed the pass and 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 then they lose a face off. Yeah. And they're in their own zone. Like that's that's what it is. And we can we can pull our hair out and analyze Luke Richardson and his line combinations and whatever you want to do, but the bottom line is this team just does not have enough talent. And with Connor Bedard here just his presence gives you a legitimate top line. Mm-hmm. Whoever's on it with him, Felino, Kurashev, Dickinson, maybe Reichel someday, a fantasy when he comes back. With Bedard at center, it's a legitimate top line, which is they had nothing close to that yeah. when he was gone. Yeah. You had at best a third and three fourths. Yeah. You know, and and now with him you have a legitimate top line and that's that's gonna make a huge difference. And I mean, look, it, it's not it, – and we've seen moments of Bedard even in this game where you're like, that's not going to work, right? Yeah. Trying to split two defensemen or trying to go cross ice, no, which led to that second goal. That should have been a penalty when he got tripped up. Yeah, I thought so too because the stick was definitely there. But we've seen him try to do that many times, try to split two defensemen. Yeah. Um, and it hasn't worked yet. It's going to work at some point. It just hasn't worked yet. And that second goal, like I said, he tried to make a cross ice pass – it got intercepted and led the puck going the other way. Yeah. Um, and those those learning curves that this is a good time to have that learning curve. Absolutely. You know. Anything else we need to know, Greg, before you go, or was it pretty much all uh all Bedard all day today? Um, well, before I gave you a couple of humorous moments from the end of the game, just wanna uh address something that a lot of people have gone into my mentions about today with Lucas Reichel not playing. Uh a lot of people um saying, well, why is Lucas Reichel getting scratched and Taylor Radish still out there every night? Because the bottom line is because this team has expectations for Lucas Reichel and not Taylor Radish. That's why there's more accountability for Lucas Reichel than some of these other guys that aren't going to be here when this team is good. So you want that. And he is being told to shoot the puck more, and he is not shooting the puck more. So he sits. It's not difficult to figure out what's going on here i still like lucas reichel i still think he's going to be a very effective player but people say maybe it's the coaching that's the problem well luke richardson can't follow him on the ice and shoot the puck for him he's being told to do something he's not doing it he sits that's the bottom line i mean Um, look so he knows how to develop vlasic he knows how to develop korchinski and knows how to develop bedard but with Reichel, he doesn't know how. Like it's, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that, it, it, it's not. It, it's very easy to make excuses for Reichel. The bottom line is he's not doing what he's told. And yeah, Greg, you just said it. Yeah, he had an assist the last game, which he picked up around center ice. Not taking it away. It was a nice pass, set up yeah, a nice play, he, great. Right. But at the end of the day, you looked at his box score, zero shot attempts. And look, people are saying, well, don't play him with Mackenzie Entwistle if you want him to produce. I get that. 
You can't have zero shot attempts. That's that that's hard to do. You look at yeah. Bedard, his first game back in 14 games had six. Yeah, and and you know, you say, Oh, put him with Bedard. Well, he was there. He was given that opportunity and wasn't doing what was ex- what was asked of him enough to keep that opportunity. And just because you're a first round pick, just because you are supposed to be part of the future doesn't mean that you're just awarded top line minutes like you have to go out there and and put in the efforts consistently um play within the system that you know the luke richardson and the coaching staff is asking you to do and you know as as much as you know luke richardson has praised his defensive work from reichel you don't take him in the middle of the first round Uh, granted this front office didn't do that but He's not there, selected there to be a third line, fourth line right. defensive winger. Yes. Like that, that's that's not what he's there for. That's not what his skill set is. We've seen his skill set, what he did last year in the NHL, and what he did in his time in, in Rockford, being an offensive guy, being yep. a facilitator uh, with the puck on on his stick. That's his game. So, as much as he has kind of worked to make his defensive game better. That's fine, but but that's not what's going to keep him in the NHL. He needs to hone his offensive skills as an NHL player, and he just hasn't been been doing that. And you know, sure, can can a lot of it be chalked up to the talent around him? That would be one thing. Sure, but it just seems like there's been too many nights where offensively, a guy like Reichel is invisible, uh, and and you can't have that. Most nights. He is a net zero. Yeah. Most nights. Like, that can't happen. I'm looking at the box score today. There are a few Hawks that had no shot attempts. Joey Anderson. Whoa. Jared Tenorti. Whoa. Mackenzie at whistle. And that's it. Sure. Yeah. Like, and two of those three are the ones you would expect. Right, yeah. Right? Like, and let's be honest, Joey Anderson and Mackenzie at whistle on a contending team are in the American Hockey League. And so is Jared Tenorti. Yeah. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Like it's yeah. So when you've got a guy who is a first round caliber or first round pick with that kind of talent, there's got to be something produced. Again, if he's getting three, four shots a night and just not converting, you could live with that. Yeah. But he's a nothing out there. He's a nothing out there. And 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 some people are saying center in Rockford. Actually, uh, Luke was asked about that yesterday, and basically said we can't center in Rockford because we need him here. We don't really have anyone else to right. call it. Like, do you want to have Rem Pitlick here instead of Reichel? I don't know. I, yeah. I'm i sort of of the mind that I, I, I just send him down. I let him go down to Rockford and play five or six games and start putting the puck in the net again and then call him right back. Yeah, I mean. Because he seems broken right now. You need him here, yes, but he's not. If you're If you are going back to the well of we're scratching him to get it through his head that he needs to do do things differently, do things better, do, you know, work more consistently. It's just like, is, is he, is he doing anything that allows you to justify him still being here? I, I think going to Rockford as much as it would stink optic optically, um, it's probably just something he needs. He needs to go, he needs to go back into a space where he can facilitate and be like okay, I honestly it, it might come down to him going to Rockford and being 
getting a, maybe a, an attitude uh, adjustment, not from John Cena, but <laughs> an attitude adjustment of, of like, I'm better than being in the AHL. Why am I here? Go out and prove it. And, and maybe spark that in him. They've tried everything else. Yeah. All right, what was the funny stuff you want to share, Greg? Uh, right before, I, I actually missed a couple of, uh, Conor Bedard deked me. He deeks a lot of people on the ice. He deked me. I hit the stop record button and there's actually a couple more questions. I thought we were done. Uh, and right after, of course, right after I realized I wasn't recording anymore, Mark Lazarus asked him if he had any trepidation on the ice and Bedard looks right at him and goes, I have no clue what that word means. So, <laughs> <laughs> so a little vocabulary lesson for the youngster tonight. And then when we were leaving the room, uh, the locker room and going down to the press lounge for Luke, uh, Penguins general manager Kyle Dubas was standing there and, and he saw all of us walk by and he goes, wow, there's a lot of media here. And two thoughts came to my mind when he said that. I go, A, you were just in Toronto for the last whatever years. This is nothing. And B, it's freaking Chicago, Kyle. There's a lot of media here because it's the third biggest city in the country. Yeah. Did Kyle and Kyle have a showdown in the hallway? Yeah. No, uh, but uh, we know which one would have won. Uh, Kyle from yeah. Chicago doesn't take any guff from anybody. Kyle yeah. Dubas is tall, but I think uh, Kyle from Chicago is scrappy. But he's Kyle, is Kyle Dubas tall? He's, he's taller than I thought. Kyle Davis. He's what, like six? I would say just walking by him today. my height. Six he's two? About my is he really? Oh, okay. yeah. he's about my height. But I was surprised. Weenie. He's got the reach, reach advantage. He's so weenie-ish on camera. Yeah, yeah. But Kyle Davidson is much shorter than you think. People yeah. who have not yeah. seen yeah. Kyle well, Davidson. Kyle Davidson's low to the ground. He'll just take the legs out and pump. Yeah, him. that's true. He's got the leverage. He'll come at you like a spider monkey. <laughs> All right, Greg. Uh, thanks for everything. Thanks for the hustle getting uh, Bedard fed in and uh, Luke Richardson fed in. We appreciate it, man. Practice at eleven thirty tomorrow. Enjoy that. I'm not going. Um, and we'll talk to you Saturday. All right. Someone here is committed. I'll take care of that. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be committed if you go to do any more practices. Thanks, Greg. That Hi, is boys. Greg Boyson. Follow him on Twitter, at Greg Boyson. Great stuff uh, from him, as always. And you know what else is great stuff? And I think we can all agree on this. Combat energy? No. Well, yes. Oh, but okay. that's not specifically what I'm talking about. Ah, right uh, Yes. I thought we were going to have an organic conversation. We are about bacon. Ah, I bacon, right. yes. I mean, that's something that's we can say all they had uh, baked potatoes at the uh, little media dinner. Nice. I got some bacon crumbles. I'm like, this is good, but you know what? It's not. It is not Charlie the Bacon Guy bacon. Ah. And it would have been a great night for pocket, ba pocket bacon had I known that there was going to be a baked potato bar. That would have been perfect. I would have brought my own from home, yeah. but no, I blew it. But if you want to get yourself. Some bacon from Charlie the Bacon Guy. It's super easy to do. Check out his website, charliethebaconguy.com. He's based out of Woodridge and makes craft bacon and mm. bacon jams in over 35 different flavors. They're all naturally cured and free of preservatives. You don't want any of that junk in mm -hmm. your bacon. All it is is bacon and deliciousness. Those are the two ingredients. It's awesome. Uh, all of Charlie's products are vacuum sealed and they freeze up great. They last in the package up to 60 days in the fridge and a week after the seal is broken and nine months in the freezer. Longer Oof. than that. I've lost some bacon in the freezer and nine I'm months. Like, this is at least a year and a half old. Still good. It's fine. <laughs> it's so good. The bacon jam. If you've not had bacon jam, what do you do with it? Anything. 
put it on scrambled eggs, toast, a burger, crackers, grilled cheese. Just jam your hand in the bowl and just eat it with your bare hand. I put hand. it on a hot dog. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. There you go. Anything, yeah. man. I had a burger in Disney that was a tomato bacon jam burger. It was like the best thing I ate there. Nice. So go to charliethebaconguy.com. Here's some of the favorite flavors offered right now. Maple pepper, <laughs> chorizo, French toast, honey chipotle, Cajun, jardinera, oh, the raspberry Sounds chipotle, good. The Maui Wowie, those are great. You can also check out the Bacon Vault on his website. It's all the flavors he's made in the past. If it's not currently available, give about two weeks and he'll make it for you. Just get in touch with Charlie. Very easy to do. The Bacon Jam flavors are the original, the bourbon, the mango habanero, and the cherry jalapeno. Let me tell you, that cherry jalapeno, I brought that to a party once. And I like set it down on the table for people to eat, and it was like a cartoon. Everyone swarmed, and like they walked away, and like the <laughs> thing was just spinning with like dirt, dirt coming out of it because it was... Gone in 10 seconds. And starting now, you can save 10% on your order at charliethebaconguy.com when you use the code CHGO at checkout. You can pick it up, which is the most efficient way for you, or he can deliver to you, meet you halfway, or even ship it. He makes the bacon so you can bring it home again. charliethebaconguy.com, at charliethebaconguy on Instagram. Email him, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com. Get your bacon. It's delicious. I want some bacon now. I don't think we have to wait too much longer before we'll uh, have some bacon. Yeah, I think he's coming next week, right? It's Tuesday, isn't it? I believe Hell Tuesday yeah. he is bringing bacon. Oh, Nick bacon. Foligno Day. Yeah. Oh, even better. Wow. That's perfect how that lined up, right? Boom. Hey, uh, do you love CHGO? Yep. I, I hope you do. Usually. Because uh, most of the time. We are growing <laughs> the CHGO community here in, uh, in Chicago, and we want you all to be a part of it. One of the ways that we want you to be a part of it is to come out to our events, hang out with us. Uh, we got tailgates all season long during the uh, bear season. We got takeovers and watch parties for the Bulls and the Blackhawks. We have yeah. our uh, CHGO Blackhawks takeover happening on Sunday the 25th. It's Chris Chelios' retirement night. It is uh, Patrick Kane's first game back in Chicago with the uh, Detroit Red Wings. Tickets are sold out, but uh, if you're going to be there at the game and uh, you are a fan of CHGO, we're going to be around. We're going to be hanging out. You can come over and say hi to us. It's not a roped-off private event. Like We, we, we want to be uh, one with the people. Um, and I, I love all the, the events that we do. I know we have uh, coming up in a few months. We have the Bears uh, NFL draft parties, day one and day two. That's going to be happening. Is that a big event this year? It might be. Anything happening yeah. in the draft? It might be. Just two top ten picks. No yeah. big deal. Yeah, no big right. deal. Uh, I know that we have, uh, you know, opening day is not too far away for the Cubs and the Sox. Spring training is getting underway. We had uh, events last year for opening day for both both teams. I would imagine we're going to be doing that again. Um, and stay tuned. Uh, some watch parties are coming up yep. for us. Uh, with the CHGO Blackhawks crew. So uh, keep your eyes peeled to our uh, social pages. And on the uh, upcoming shows, we'll announce all those details uh, coming up soon. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have some uh, some fun. Become a diehard. Go to allchgo.com. Click on that diehard tab. Uh, sign up, and you get uh, 20% off of all merch, all events. So if you become a diehard, uh, you get a free T-shirt or hat uh, upon sign up. And uh, every year upon renewal, you get discount on merch. You can get decked out in all the cool CHGO swag that you want. Uh, you can come out to our events at a 20% discount on tickets. That's all good. And then you get access to our uh, 
diehards only discord channel, which we're uh, getting really active in now. We'll do some overtimes. We'll jump in there during some games. Giving away uh, some ice hogs tickets on there today. If you jump in there. Yeah. Ice hogs tickets. And we gave away uh, some, uh, some Corey Crawford pucks from his, uh, Jersey retirement for our, our new diehards and you get access to all of the diehard only uh, content on allchgo.com. The rebuild report from uh, Greg and myself came out earlier this morning. You got your Blackhawks beat coming out uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So become a diehard, become a part of the CHGO community. Uh, help us as we continue to grow and um, hop on the ride. Yeah. And we've got some great uh, number 98 theme designs in our uh, CHGO locker. That's true. So you can go check those out as well. Uh, we've got the 98C, like the NHL 94 design. We've got the future of the league. Mm-hmm. Lots of good stuff at chgolocker.com. So go check it out. Become a diehard. And if you're already a diehard, save on those great Hawks designs with more designs to come in the near future. Soon. Yeah. All right, we've got some uh, we've got some things to pay off here. Why don't we take our first trip in a very long time into back to a corner, Connor's corner, guys? I'm so excited for this. It's been so long since I've heard the music. I know we've, we've the needed song this. I've been missing the song. I'm going max volume. We're max playing volume. it. Let's do <laughs> this. Blow out the speakers. Oh, we're doing it. <laughs> nice. There like he needs is. more bass right now, though. Connor Bedard, <laughs> he had an assist. How old are those nuggets now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're getting rancid. Uh, four shots on goal, he's one fishbowl. I like he's that he's the got sandy the, uh, cheeks. the sandy cheeks helmet <laughs> <Fish> on. Fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That's great. Uh, 21-17 of ice time. Um, really great last 40 minutes of the game for Connor Bedard. Cannot wait to watch this kid grow and flourish in this city. Yeah, uh, it's going to be awesome. It's just we're just at the very beginning, and uh, it's very very exciting. We also got to pay off the four star of the game, and you're never going to guess. I wonder who won that one. Yeah, this one was uh, maybe our biggest blowout ever, probably with 92 percent of the vote. Wow, oof! It's Connor Bedard. It's Connor Bedard, Bedard and his fishbowl. I think he could have just not even, you know, if he had a if he had a Lucas Reichel s game, he probably still would have won. <laughs> uh, but he did not have a Lucas Reichel s game. He was a major factor. Salute mm-hmm. for uh, for most of the game. Uh, good stuff from him, and I'm sure he will. If he if he's not a third star most nights, uh, he will definitely win four star many many times over. Yes. My mic is just falling apart right here. Oh, I'm all right. We're good. We're almost done. There you go. Well, hey, uh, you know, Bedard won the fourth star. He also won you yeah. tonight. It was very brave of you to uh, pick Connor Bedard tonight in our uh, Hoosier Hawk. Credit to me. Very brave. In my vast ocean of hockey knowledge, <laughs> there were a lot of options today. But with the first pick, I had to go out on a limb yeah. and select Connor Bedard. You went, you went way out there. I did. But, I hey, did. I mean, it he paid got... Off. You got the the primary assist yep. on the uh, game's only goal. I had Felino, who had uh, the secondary assist. He had a pretty decent game, but I'm mad uh, at him. Yeah, you definitely got. I that. had him on uh, prize picks, and he was supposed to do over two and a half hits, and he only hit one person. Oh come on, it's ridiculous. Got to land to some people, Nick. Yeah, man, I'll take it up with him. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it up with him. <laughs> Say, hey, you owe me twenty we'll, bucks. We'll text buddy. him before the games. Hey, can you I need hit? This many can hits. you hit more than two and a half people tonight? <laughs> I'm sure, I, you know, pro athletes love the, hey, you're on my fantasy team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make sure you get a touchdown for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure he'll love that. But, yeah, come on, Nick. One hit. One hit. I mean, I know these are, you know, they're unofficial official. You know what I mean? But Well, the league just did that whole, like, 
they audited their hits category. Did you see that? A couple, couple I saw days something ago? about it. It, it was didn't like, interest me enough to read. Yeah, it was like they, <laughs> they, they were like, we've gone through our game records and the hits category was incorrect. And it ended up like adding like 19 hits, like collectively across the league. It added like 19 hits. Like hmm. it was it, the, the, the net rating was like a plus 19. That's I don't know. It was it was odd. I guess hits are up this year. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. I'm down. Good. I like more hits. And I think, you know, if you missed it too, there was there's been a couple things going on in like around the league over the last week. Like the Ridley Greg and the uh tonight you had Jack Hughes tell uh um uh, who was the Kings player? Victor Arvidsson. Victor Arvidsson. He's like they both got offsetting penalties. They go to the box and Jack Hughes says People come here and they pay money to watch me play. You got you, you have some chirpy, That's cocky a chirp. ass stars. That's a chirp. I like you got that Austin one. Matthews, like you know, wearing the earrings at the All Star game. Like we're finally starting to see some of the swag from this mm-hmm. new generation. By the way, second period hat trick for uh, Austin Matthews today. All in the second period. All in the second Jesus. period. Three in a row. 45 goals for Austin he's Matthews. He's going to hit 70. That's, cr- that's crazy. And I saw something where he's like fewer than 80 goals away from Matt Sundin As like, already. Oh and he's played like 400-something fewer games. It's nuts. Austin Matthews is the best Toronto Maple Leaf ever. And he's, what, 25, 26? 25, yeah. He was the year after McDavid, so yeah, about 26. It's amazing. Crazy. It's, like, it's crazy. I know. If only they could... Have a defense and a goaltender. Yeah, I know. If only. I know. Um, but, you know, it's it's funny. Like, there is that NHL ad where it's, like, the second golden age is here. Mm. And it's really true. Like, yeah. we are truly living. Like, you've still got Crosby. You've got McDavid. You've got Matthews. You've got Connor Bedard now. Next year, you're going to have Macklin Celebrini for somebody. Fantilli's a really great prospect. Like, even uh, Uri Slavkovsky is like seven yeah, game scoring streak. Like all of a sudden, it out, yeah. he's figuring it out. You've got Cole Caulfield. You've got the Red Wings finally being relevant with some good young players and adding good vets. Like the league is starting. Like the Hughes brothers mm-hmm. are all awesome. All oh, three of all them three are awesome. Them. Yeah. Like the league is incredibly healthy right now. It's it's the most across the board talent that I think you could you could say the NHL has ever had. I say if you would, I would say I would. I I think there could be an argument for two Mount Rushmore guys playing at the same time, Gretzky and Lemieux, mm-hmm. and then you also had Messier, who on even without Gretzky was amazing, one yeah. of the greatest of all time. You had incredible defensemen, incredible goalies in that era. 
and it, it's hard because I'm biased because that's like when I fell in love with it. I always think of this like in terms of wrestling, like, well, the golden age is like Hulkster, Ultimate Warrior, Randy Savage, right? Where people probably your age would say, no, it's Rock, Stone Attitude Cold, and Undertaker, yeah. right? Like, it all kind of depends on where you grew up, but I don't think there's any argument right now that the league is, if it's not the, the best era so far, it's top two or three. Yeah. And yeah. it's a great time to jump in as a hockey fan and as a Hawks fan. And uh, and you still got, I mean, we were front front and center tonight. You still got guys like Sidney Crosby. Yeah, Ovechkin. Light, lighting up the league. Ovechkin yeah. is uh, figuring out how to score again uh, as he chases Gretzky's record. It's 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 crazy. It's it, the, 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 the bridging of, like, the generation of fans between, like, Bedard and, like, Crosby. Like, you can see both of these guys, and then you got McDavid right in the middle of them, you know? Like, you can see all those guys all playing at the same time. Like, it's, it's I crazy. also think it's it's valuable to point out how much success the PWHL is having, too. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, women are selling out. I know they're playing in small arenas, but they're selling out games. They're getting yeah. big numbers on YouTube when they broadcast. They need a, a American broadcast partner. They That'd don't have nice. one yet. But yeah. in Canada, they're doing great. When they come and play like neutral site games or selling out, like the PWHL is doing great. It's got great leadership. They had a an awesome showcase at the All Star game. Yeah. that was like people were like more interested in seeing that than seeing like the skills competition and stuff. Like it's it's making an impact. NHL sure. is coming back to the Olympics. Yeah, you're gonna have the world uh, the world tournament coming up next summer, right? Four nations face off. Yeah, like yeah. there's it's really a great time to be a hockey fan. So uh, make sure you support. You know, not just the Hawks, but when games are on TV, watch them. When the PWHL is on your YouTube, check out a women's game because they're great. Um, BJD says Chicago needs a PWHL team soon. I'm sure uh, that fifth third expansion, something to keep an eye on. I don't know if yeah. it'll be big enough, but I mean, as it'll it'll be some time before that le- yeah. league like really expands. But I would imagine Chicago is a is a team and a uh, a city and a market that they would want to get into for sure eventually that's for yeah. sure all right we got everything right Is we're all everything? covered we got one super chat here from oh, Wendy's ah, yes. hockey. he says fishbowls are for real men Betsy is a real man <laughs> damn right uh i hate playing with fishbowls to be honest it, it's i can't just it fogs up it just distorts my my vision it's yeah, I, I played with i played at one game with a fishbowl and i was like this is awful yeah i would definitely use a cage over a fishbowl yeah, cage is worse. It's funny too because Bedard wears the visor like, yeah, he <laughs> almost like, like sunglasses he on like his pops forehead. It up, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. That would the, whatever the water and sweat would bug me. Whatever works for you. Yeah, it yeah. seems to be working fine for Connor Bedard. It is. All right, we're gonna wrap things up. We are off tomorrow. We're back Saturday, two o'clock puck drop. Uh, nice. So a nice early, probably what five o'clock post game show. About yeah, should be well, very Saturday very nice. Afternoon. So make sure you join us for that. Um, we'll be here. We'll have your post-game show, as we always do, and hopefully another nice day for Connor Bedard and hopefully a win, finally, That'd for the fun. Blackhawks. They can spare some wins. I think Shark- so. Sharks won tonight, so they're uh, they're expanding the gap between them and the Blackhawks at the bottom of the league. As a little quick little look here. 35 points now on the season for the Sharks, 31 for the Blackhawks, 40 for the Ducks in uh, 30th Juggernaut. place. So... Yeah, I, I as for as much as people in the chat, thirtieth place just sounds so funny. Well, yeah, well, 
Blackhawks are nine points behind 30th That's, place. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I, I do want to say in our in our chat, saw it tonight, uh, people asking for tank spins. Um, we are we are holding steadfast that we are not doing tank spins this season because this is not a tank season. This wasn't a tank season. It just happened to be because of injuries and everything. Right. Awful uh, awfulness. So we don't need to worry about tanks no. because as of right now, they have no problem locking up the uh, best odds at winning the uh, the draft lottery. So that, that's the thing. What's the point? Yeah, we were doing take spins last year because they were competing for that last. They were spot. in like fourth and fifth place and be like, oh, maybe we'll get number one. And it's just like, well, they're going to have last. the highest odds to get number one. It's not that fun. Exactly. You're setting yourself up for disappointment anytime you land and not number one. See. That's just logic. We're helping, we're helping you out. Sound logic for Mario Tirabasi, as yeah. always. All right, we're going to talk to you all <laughs> on Saturday. I've been fighting that cough for a long time. It finally came out. And we want to remind you, we are powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. Smash that like button for us on the way out. And when you see this episode tweeted, retweet it. Repost it on your Facebook. Share it with a friend. And don't forget... Become a diehard today at allchgo.com. We'll talk to you Saturday on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 